My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the, the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy for the last regular episode of 2019. Yes. Just this year. Just this year. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we, got, we got 2020 coming, baby. Yes. <laughs> we are ready. We have been ready. We started 2020 in like what? August, September? Like just yeah. thinking about stuff? Yes. We've had it set yeah. for a while. So we're excited about 2020, but... Last Monday episode, mm -hmm. today in episode 59, we are going to be discussing the 2008-2009, depending on which country you live in, yes. movie from Great Britain, mm -hmm. The Children, Yep. which neither one of us had ever seen before. No, I had just read the synopsis on it, and it sounded kind of interesting and kind of Christmassy, but more winter breaky. Yes, it was very wintry because mm -hmm. it was snowy and they are on winter break and they still have the christmas lights stuff up but they actually celebrate new year's here so right pretty fitting for exactly. the time frame. we're getting ready to celebrate new year's so yeah it's perfect so i was mm, this movie is very interesting i watched it first yes and i was so excited i couldn't shut up i was like when have you watched have you watched it have you watched it because i can't wait to talk about it i'm so excited and we haven't talked about it yet <laughs> we have not. i may have this said like first a, time. a few things like i texted you last night i was like Okay, children ain't worth it. I have decided. So, since I have not heard your thoughts when you watched it first, mm -hmm. please begin. Okay. I only I have two main thoughts. So, not going scene by scene. Number one, the parents in this movie, so fucking stupid. Like, the worst parents ever. You know, I saw some progression in parenting as the movie went on. But, like, the first, like, 45 minutes, I'm like, wow, these parents are terrible. They're absolutely terrible. Yeah. Kids are screaming at the table. They're crying. They're throwing a fit. That's why I was like, dude, this, before anything even creepy happy happens, I was like, shit, kids suck. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just screaming at the top of their lungs for no goddamn reason. Yes. Do they just do that? I mean, I know they do, but, like, yeah. I don't understand. Exactly. You don't like, have real problems yet. The only reason that they're allowed to do that right then, right there, is if the parents aren't doing anything. And that's what you see. They're throwing a fit and the parents don't talk to them. They don't yell at them. They don't take them to another room. They don't try to defuse the situation at all. Yeah. It just blows up. They're just like, this is fine. Yeah. This is just what having kids is like. Exactly. And I'm not going to say that I'm like an expert because I do not have children, but I have a lot of friends that have kids and I've been in their homes with multiple kids mm -hmm. and it ain't like that. So right? Jesus Christ. So basically this is a family, a set of cousins. So, you know, a sister and a sister, their mm -hmm. husbands and kids. And they're all coming to visit. Right. They all come together in one home for like a little mini wintry New Year's Eve vacation. Which goals. There were a lot also of things, true. by the way, where I was sitting there going, that'd be Amanda. That'd be me. That'd be Amanda. <laughs> that'd be me. Minus the worst parenting stuff. But they're like the sister talking yeah. parts. I was like, okay, I can see that. Yeah. So it was actually interesting. Like, that'd be a fun thing to do. Of course, they have the oldest cousin who's, like, in her teens, and mm -hmm. she's, like, over this. Mm -hmm. But all the other kids are probably from, like, five, four or five to, like, Yeah, they're all eight. around the same age. Yeah. So they can play together and stuff. Exactly. So, it's an interesting... It's not even, like, an interesting concept, because there's in a house, but what this movie did is very different than anything I've ever really seen other than the crazies, which I know you have not seen. I have not seen it. So it's actually pretty similar, and they came out around the same time. I mm -hmm. think the crazies may have beaten this release, but within the same year. Mm -hmm. But I'm not 100% sure, so don't fact check me on that. But it kind of takes a zombie approach, kind of. Like an infected it's like, like a disease. Yeah. Yeah, so it's called the children because either children are 
the only ones susceptible to this disease or it takes the adults a lot longer Mm -hmm. and the older kids a lot longer to get sick. Which it for sure should have been about changelings. It should not have been about uh, the flu. Isn't everything about that nowadays? Well, because they even talk about like one of the dads is like obsessed with like Chinese medicine. So I was like, oh, my God. It's going to be, it's going to be folktales. It's going to be something. And yeah. it's not. And lame. what's also interesting is in the synopsis that I read before hitting play was that the children all get infected with this disease mm-hmm. and the parents figure it out, but it's a little too late. And I was like, but the parents they don't, don't figure, figure it out, out at, all. at all. Yeah. Except for like, maybe like the last like 20 minutes mm-hmm. when there's only like one parent left. Yeah. So no, they don't figure it out but basically the kids start puking which is lit and that's like one of the first scenes he gets out of the car and throws up and i was like oh come on (laughs) and they start to exhibit like weird behaviors so like the first one they get sick his name is polly and he i don't even know if you'd say weird though because i think a kid just beating on a xylophone relentlessly it's just like a kid thing to do right but you can tell annoying yeah you can tell like the way they're looking at each other and their parents Mm -hmm. and they got this deadpan ass look on their face like there's something a little off but the parents don't seem to like if my kid threw up i would just assume that he was like sick sick and i would like pay more attention but they're just so focused on like drinking and partying amongst each other exactly they talk about like nude snowball fighting or something and blowjobs in front of their kids in front of the kids Mm -hmm. seriously i get she's a teenager but she's still a child what the fuck shut up and there's some weird like sexual tension between like the 15 16 year old and her uncle i'm glad it didn't go too far but because I wouldn't have been able to handle that. But fucking hey, stop. It's gross. Yeah, there was it's some weird. Needed. I was about to say that was not needed at all. Yeah. There was no development with that. Nothing happened. It just was kind of weird. Exactly. Like, and then he died. Yeah. Or like you're talking about the throw up. There, one little girl, she has like a bloody nose or she coughs up blood or something on her pillowcase and her mom doesn't even notice. What the fuck? Yeah. I guarantee you a parent would notice that shit. Yeah. And should. Unless they were super fucked up, but it didn't really seem like she, she, she seemed was like the best up. parent. She's of them like all. the mom of the mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mom of the moms. But yeah, and so all these kids are getting sick and acting really weird. But it's like them acting weird to a normal parent would be like, "What the fuck is going on?" These kids are either incredibly misbehaved all the time exactly. because it makes them scream and bloody murder at the top of their lungs and just do like crazy shit. Or these kids are just like that all the time. And in that case, this just sounds miserable as a parent. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Seriously, do you treat, do you let them act that way? Because knock it off. Yeah. And I was really not with this movie for like the whole first half. I Mm -hmm. like was not a fan of it. The weird incestuous uncle thing, even though it wasn't blood related, Mm -hmm. was really weird. I didn't understand where that was going. And she wanted to go off to some party. The teenager did and was talking to a friend. And the teenager part of it's so weird. Like, yeah. It really wasn't needed. Yeah. I, like, cool. I kind of liked her. So she no, was No, I liked her. But it wasn't needed for the movie. She didn't need a whole subplot. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, she could have just been there. If she was like the moody teen that didn't want to be there, I think that would have done enough. Exactly. For the plot line. But then they added like, she's sexually attracted to her uncle. Mm-hmm. And she called her friend a baby raper. And they talk about this five-year-old or something. Yeah, right? And this weird tattoo that they show. And then she's, like, real sketchy about it and makes her aunt think that she's going to, like, do her uncle. It's fucking weird. It's super weird. Also, the most terrifying, disgusting tattoo I've ever seen in my life. 
It's a seriously. an aborted baby attached to her belly button. What the fuck? <laughs> she was supposed to be an abortion. She's oh very edgy God. and emo. Yeah, you're going to be stuck with that forever. You yeah. get to explain that to every guy you ever have sex with. Good luck. <laughs> right. And it just, again, was not needed. You don't have to put a shocking, I got an abortion tattoo because I was supposed to be the abortion. Right. You don't need that because I can tell you, I was that moody bitch teen emo kid. I didn't need to want to fuck my uncle or get an abortion tattoo for people to understand right. that about me. Now, in real life, that was the cover art for a, an Icelandic band. Interesting. But why wouldn't you just say that in the movie? Well, I, don't I was about get to it. say it's a metal band. It's, like, it's a band I like. Like why do because you have to be so still fucking rebellious? About it? Exactly. Yeah. For shock value, Fuck. I guess. But if they had done something with the that was pertinent to the story with that like shock value, like okay, but mm-hmm. they didn't do anything with it. Exactly. And you know, other than show that there has been a clear disconnect between the teenager and her mother, and then at the end they need to come together to figure things out. But once again, for the millionth time, they didn't need all this shock value stuff to understand that, like, she had her when she was really young and now she's like a rebellious teen and they don't have the greatest relationship. Mm -hmm. Which they don't. Could have just left it there. They don't even bring it back, though. They don't even mend that relationship through this whole fucking thing. Well, they were gone. She's still the worst mom ever. But then, yeah, we'll get there in a minute. But yeah. Yeah. So first half of this movie is really fucking weird. (laughs) With, like, sexual tension between a teenager and an uncle. Yeah. So there's that. And uh, – but then a lot of it is just, like, Polly, the little boys, acting real weird. And then they all start getting sick and showing mm-hmm. these weird symptoms of, like, just deadpan, like, staring. Yeah, they, but there's one little girl who's left. Miranda, like she, I think. She gets sick last. And it's so sad because at the dinner table when I was talking about how everybody's freaking out, she's not – but then she starts. She starts, like, hyperventilating, and she's crying. And instead of her father making her feel better and comforting her, it's basically a, a knock-it-off scenario. She's freaking out. Does she do that all the time? Yeah. Do you never comfort your children? Right. And another thing, too, is kids are very – I mean, they, people say it all the time. They're like sponges. Mm-hmm. And that is not just to adults. That's to other children. So, you know, honestly, if you don't want your children acting like these other children, then don't – Put them in those situations. Exactly. I know that they can't be protected from everything, but this is family. Like, you can openly be like, you know, if if my brother had a kid and it was being just terrible, I'd be like, can you knock the fuck off? Exactly. Not like that, but you know no, what I yeah. mean. Like, I, you know, and there's just no discipline in this entire movie. At all. Which, you know, is kind of a side thing. But anyways, moving forward, the kids all get sick. Yeah. And this disease or virus or flu or whatever this is makes them homicidal maniacs. Oh, there's some good deaths in this one, too. They some good just want to kill the adults. Yeah. They oh, don't. And the animals. You and don't the see animals. That. You don't right. see that. That's just implied. Mm-hmm. But they don't kill each other. Mm-mm. They just team up to kill adults. And so when I got back on board with this movie was toward that part where the people started dying because the gore got pretty brutal not in like a saw or like a hostile kind of way no just in a good way but it was some pretty good gore Mm -hmm. like i was not ready for some of it so the first death that happens is the weird horny uncle (laughs) yeah (laughs) is on a sled on his like he's laying down on the sled (laughs) and sleds into okay it was like a gardening shear rake or something something like that and it and it kills him Mm -hmm. and there's just blood everywhere 
and the kids set that up to happen. Okay, but here's my my question. Yeah. This is the shitty part. There is so much time where he is on that sled and he sees it bail off the sled. Like, it's it's the ground. Just roll aside. Just roll. <laughs> I don't know. He does see it coming, though. Yes, for a long time. Yeah. Fail. So here's your first death. And also, the performances weren't bad in this movie either. No. The acting was pretty good. When the wife of the first death finds her husband she acts really like the acting is good the Mm -hmm. the grief and the being horrified and the shock actually was portrayed pretty well in my opinion it didn't really take me out her i think that she was probably the most in character yeah i think she was great Mm -hmm. so that was your first death and your second injury scene this poly kid and this is where i will give this movie some credit where this would cause some major conflict imagine as a parent your child coming after you trying to kill you what do you do Mm -hmm. i mean this mom so basically her kid is manipulating her to get up on these like monkey bars pushes her and i was not ready for this scene i went oh my god and like i was what a fucking idiot she's up well yeah yeah she's on the stairs of the slide in ice and snow, yeah, in high-heeled boots, right, trying to get him, and he's backing away from her. Fucking leave him. I'm sorry. Like, he's not going to really Just hurt catch himself. him from the ground. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's not he, that high up. What are you going to do? You're going to keep crawling after him? No, you're being stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't ready, and I wasn't... I had no preconceived notions that this movie was going to get really gory yeah. like it did like oh, yeah. i knew was she like, was oh. going to get hurt i didn't know because a lot of implied gore is still pretty good mm-hmm. no it's no, no. it showed her shin bone splintering out of her skin yes and i was just not ready for like mentally i didn't know that they were going to like go there yes and so then when that happened i was like all right this is what kind of movie it is yes. you know you kind of just think it's creepy kids doing creepy stuff and luring people into their deaths but no they do get pretty hands-on and yeah violent and it gets rough but the rest of the movie she's like abnormally active she fucking shattered her leg and she's basically walking around she's driving a car she's are you fucking kidding me yeah that that's not how that works that's not any of that i was about to say i'm sure adrenaline can do a lot of stuff but when you literally have there's a difference between a sprained ankle mm-hmm. and a shin bone that has is broken and splintered in half, sticking out of your skin. And she also, so her kid comes after her. The teenager has kind of figured out what's going on. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really know why, just knows that the kids are killing all of them. But she has an inkling that it's it's not them that's doing it. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with them. So she's actually the smartest one in this fucking mm-hmm. family at this point. But unfortunately, she's the weird edgy teenager. So nobody really cares about her or listens to her or they think that she's behind it, mm-hmm. which is kind of her conflict there. And she and her mother are hiding from Polly, the one that just basically pushed his mother and broke her shin. No, no, no. It wasn't him. He was hiding up on it. Somebody came up behind her. Oh, that's right. That's her. right. But he came he came in. Yeah. And... Uh, basically was going to stab the older daughter and uh the mom killed her killed him well accidentally she grabs him and he falls on a piece of broken glass which is horrifying like that poor mother she's gonna have to live with that forever but that's something you do right you're not gonna let your kid attack your other kid you're gonna grab him yeah and unfortunately he died well fortunately yeah and then of course you have this is where the biggest conflict of this movie comes in is the 
parents being hunted down by their own children, how do you defend yourself? I mean, I don't know if I could do it. I think as a mother, you know, if if I think I would just let them kill me, like at the, you know, their kids coming after their aunt later. No, 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 no. See, that's my limit. Like when mm. it's your own son. Okay, I get it. When it's your niece and nephew, sure, you have more of a bond, but not that much of a bond. And they're coming at you to kill you and you've seen this happen already. Yeah. Fuck that. Kick her in the face. You don't even have to kill them. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I just don't know if I could kill them. She's the worst like, parent ever. I don't know. I, I might just have to let them kill me because I'm like, I, first of all, I don't know what's happening. I don't want to be here anymore anyways. Because she already almost killed herself once. After she killed her son, Polly, on accident, she almost slit her wrists. Which is fair. Exactly. And so I, I you think. You still have one daughter who's alive. Yeah. Which, and they. need you. Exactly. And eventually the oldest daughter and her do come together. But we still have two outliers here. They're mm-hmm. still her husband and her sister that are alive. Mm-hmm. So the husband's a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> And the sister thinks that the oldest child is the one that's doing all of this. Also, would also like to, I forgot to bring this up. After the first death, all the kids are just missing in the woods and they just let that happen. Mm-hmm. They like kind of go look for well, them. Well, the mom, the good mom that yeah. I really like her, she goes after them. Yeah. And that's how she dies because right. they get her out in the woods. Ooh. And they pull her earring out through her ear. That was good. That yeah. Was good. Right and there. they stabbed her right in the eye with yes. a makeup pencil, oh, like with an eyeliner pencil. So you don't really see her death. You just see like random things they did to her and really quick imaging. Mm-hmm. The way this was directed and filmed was also pretty unique. I really liked it. I actually yeah. don't have the negatives that I have are on the characters. And I think that's how they're supposed to be. Yeah. I hate these characters, but they make me like rage watch. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Which is interesting because I, like I said, I was like not on board for this movie for the first half. And then like the second half, I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. all right, I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. And then the dad, it looks like they got married after they each had their own kids. The the one dad that's left Mm -hmm. after the sister gets killed. And his daughter is one of the older kids right underneath the oldest little emo kid. (laughs) She's the one that got sick last. And he thinks that the oldest child of his wife is the one doing all of this so he attacks her and leaves gets in the car with his only daughter Mm -hmm. and they drive away which you see her put her seatbelt on and you don't see him put his on and they make a point of that you're like okay he's gonna fly through the fucking windshield right because she actually is you think is the one that killed the cat and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff so oh that was the creepiest part do you remember that when they were playing it yeah she finds uh, the oldest daughter, the teenager, finds one of the kids in a room and they're playing the recording of the cat meowing. Yeah. Fucking creepy and good. Yeah. And these kids almost develop like some sort of intellect that they never had, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. So now you've got pretty much everybody out of the house ex- as far as adults. One adult left, two adults dead. There's one alive with a splintered yeah. shin. We have the teenager locked in a yeah. room and we have the broken adult. Yeah, exactly. And two kids out in the woods. I was about to say, the two, her niece and nephew are still, Leah and Nikki are still mm-hmm. somewhere being creepy. And she, at this point, is trying now to get to her oldest daughter. So she's got to go upstairs and all this stuff again with a shin that is just, like, splintered in Which half. would not happen. Right. But I don't okay. even oh, know okay. how you could drag that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my God. If it touches anything, you're going to scream in vain. She doesn't make any sounds. She no. doesn't. I mean, maybe, maybe if you had another child you had to get to. 
But could you're going to be there. screaming in pain. Yeah. But she's, okay, she's quiet so that they don't find her. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll take that. I'm trying to find concessions here. Right. So, of course, the niece and nephew do come. She cannot get her... Her daughter was locked in a room by her husband when he left. So they're on opposite sides of the door. And her daughter is despre- desperately trying to get to her. And she is outside with a fire poker as defense against these, against these two kids. Mm-hmm. And basically concedes that she cannot hurt them so she's just going to let them kill her and Mm -hmm. they even get the knife out and they're ready to go and then her daughter breaks through the door and kills one of them kind of on accident actually it just kind of happened Mm -hmm. it was great she yanks his head through and there's a piece of broken wood and she yeah uh, slams his head down on it so it kills him yeah good job yeah but yeah the mom's sitting there with the poker and a leg like she's laying sitting on the stairs where she could kick them at least to keep them at that's what i was thinking they're fucking four and five they're not that big of an enemy. Just kick them down the stairs. Yes! <laughs> kick the little girl in the face. It's going to knock her out and you guys can get away. I don't get it. And you didn't kill her. Exactly. I don't yeah. fucking get it. Right. And they also have thrown in like, oh, we called the police and they're not here and they're not here. And when are they coming? So you kind of realize this is happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an outbreak kind exactly. of situation. They don't realize that. Because right. they're dumb. Right? But in their defense, physically, the kids haven't really changed at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like a zombie movie where they die and then come back. Like, this was a fairly silent, well, not silent, they scream all the time. Mm-hmm. But apparently for this family, that was normal. So, kind of a silent <laughs> right. progression of violence. And you never want to think that your kid is going, especially being that young, has even ever been exposed to anything like that. So, I will give it that this is probably the most complicated outbreak type movie i've ever seen as far as how you deal with it that mother the one who's left that we're left with Mm -hmm. finds the little girl Mm -hmm. dissecting her father in a tent outside before she she breaks her fucking leg she does kill the little girl i don't get it yeah i don't know man i don't i still don't know if i could do it but that's that's just me that's why i'm saying this is like one of the most complicated scenarios like jesus christ i've ever i think i would like I think I'd be able to physically overpower her and, like, lock and not, her somewhere. Yes, like, exactly. I could do that. So that that's where I was, like, just pick up the four-year-old and, like, put her in a room and lock her in. Like, I don't know. That part's not complicated at all. Exactly. So, yeah, I'll give you that. And But now we have the mother and the teenage daughter together. And they get in a car and they drive away. And then, of course, you come across the accident mm-hmm. of the last little girl that or the oldest little girl that killed her father by making him crash and flying out the windshield Mm -hmm. and where is the little girl nobody's looking for her i don't know why the teenager gets out to observe the scene and the mother sees that little girl come behind her Mm -hmm. about to kill her and slams into her with her car which is awesome yeah at least in the heat of the moment when she knew it's if i don't kill this girl then my daughter's gonna die at least she mm-hmm. sprung into action somehow with her yes. fucking broken leg on the pedal. But then she almost leaves her again. Yeah. Like, so they're sitting there. She gets her teenage daughter's attention. And then she finds out all these other kids are coming out of the woods to mm-hmm. kill them, to kill these last two people, right? Mm-hmm. And she has the doors locked and she almost drives away without her teenage daughter again. Because her teenage daughter threw up so she knew she was no, infected. No, no. That's fair. But still. <laughs> yeah. God she, damn, she's the worst mom. I mean, she should have driven away. <laughs> because she when should she's have. out, you find out. But. Yeah, when she's out in the woods, it shows her teenage daughter throwing up. And the mom looks over and is like, 
oh no and she has this internal battle she also just saw a dead body like that's what i was thinking she could have fucking thrown up that's what i was saying it's not clear because the body is still kind of like breathing and it's bloody and twitching and stuff and so she could be throwing up from that but so she has this internal battle and i'm assuming that's kind of what she's doing in her head like is she sick? Is right. she going to kill me? But then it ends on them driving away, zooming in on the right. teenage daughter, and she is very clearly infected, and that's what you get. Which, once again, the mother is driving. She's a teenager. You can't tell me your teenage daughter can't fucking drive at this point. Especially with a splintered shin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate slash love this movie. <laughs> yeah. Really, really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Really good death scenes. And like I said, I thought it was a pretty creative, complicated way where like if you put yourself there like you know could you really kill your own child i don't know like you've got this fight or flight that kicks in like you know biologically Mm -hmm. but is that overridden by motherhood or fatherhood no i totally feel you i think i would struggle with my own but no offense jess i love you i love your boys but if they came after one of my kids i'd probably do some terrible things i don't like there's my line yeah so, yeah, it's it also reminded me of, of The Crazies, though, because that this is exclusive to children. But in The Crazies, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, so I'm sorry if this is not correct. They took the zombie outbreak, but they twisted it to just make them, like, really, like, homicidal maniacs. So they basically just did that with children, mm-hmm. which makes the situation harder because, like, if my neighbor came after me trying to kill me yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna kill the neighbor or whatever but if like a a child child is more difficult exactly you run into the ethical problem and the like i'm sure i would question myself like is this really happening or what are they doing like having to process that this is happening you know maybe that would take me too long and it'd be too late but just nobody paid attention to the fact that their kids are all sick Mm -hmm. like they bring it up one time like you brought your kid over when he was sick you know how susceptible leah is which is why it shouldn't have been a sickness thing like first of all it was already done you're talking about a movie it was already done and and we've seen plenty of others contagion all of those Mm they're about sickness so fucking do changelings why are there not enough movies about this especially in the uk and ireland where that that stuff's from maybe we just haven't gotten it if you know any good changelings movies hit us up i know one and i want to watch it next year maybe well maybe maybe it'll be (laughs) on there who knows you know i because i was so split on this movie i ended up liking it i don't think that i would revisit it like i may be like oh if you want to watch a horror movie with somebody let's watch the children but it wouldn't it's not going to be something that i like grab for regularly to watch Mm -hmm. i'd probably give it a more than a three but not not quite a four i'd Mm -hmm. probably give it like a three and a half Mm -hmm. that's a generous three and a half though like Mm -hmm. it was pretty good like i was entertained at least right if i would probably give it a four i would probably give it a five if there was rewatchability for me or if there were changelings like a different story something i haven't seen a thousand times but I'm so happy I watched it. You yeah. guys, anybody out there, please watch it. I'm not saying I'll rewatch it, but you guys should because it was so good. Yeah. And it is very wintry, so get into your New exactly. Year's spirit. It's a good January, February movie. So, yeah. And I'd heard of this movie, but it, I couldn't figure out why or where or if it was just around that time frame when you know, I was paying attention to a lot of new horror and right. it was just one that I missed. Like, I couldn't quite pinned down but i'd seen the cover art before it was like the Mm -hmm. weirdest like deja vu experience but i've never seen it and i don't even really remember hearing much about it Mm -hmm. so 
Well, like we said, this is our last regular Monday episode for 2019. So thank you guys for an awesome year. Yes. We will actually be discussing the entire year tomorrow. So you will get a special New Year's Eve. Well, we're posting it in the morning, but you know, New Year's Eve day episode from us. And we are going to recap the year. Mm -hmm. It'll be great. So if you're not already following us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Extra Sisters Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Extra Sisters. And you can always email us or hit us up on our website is theextrasisters at gmail.com or just extrasisters.com. And we'll be back with you officially next year for our first regularly scheduled episode and it is she breathes sees hears walks but can she love till next time stay creepy